Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello and welcome to Hunting for Purpose. I'm not Holly. I'm Carrie. My name is Carrie Van Kirk and I am going to be reporting back to you from after eight days, eight, that powerful money number, eight days in manifestor money moguls. And so I hadn't seen any of the program before. I just initiated. I informed Holly that I was interested in recording a podcast uh, about it and that I wanted to share. And I'm actually going to do a couple of these. But right now it's early days. I'm just eight days in and there's actually still time to join. So in this live version that is available right now. And I'm also going to be doing a podcast in a few months when I've been through the whole program and I'm really excited to see the difference, um, see the transformation that has happened because there's been a lot of deep insights already and I love telling my story. I'm a 1-3 emotional manifester with a defined solar plexus, identity center, and throat. Everything else is undefined or open. And... I like, I like telling stories, so I'm going to share with you some of my big takeaways so far from the course, some of the things that have been happening in my life, and I hope that it uh, inspires you in some way or helps you make a decision about the course for yourself or uh, just gives you another peek into a manifester process. I was on Polly's podcast once before. She interviewed me last year during the manifester interview series. You can go back and find that about gumption and we talked about lots of stuff it was very very fun conversation uh and yeah i think that's my preamble so let's get into it so first things first when i opened up the course i there were spiders around me and now i live in this house where you know spiders come in you know we have to it's a thing that we have to take care of i try to take them outside when i can um but sometimes i can't and I just noticed like, oh, there's a spider and it kind of caught my attention. And I was like, is that a sign? And then I was like, no, like it, you know, there are spiders around. Sometimes it just, it just is nature, you know? And then I came into my office and I literally opened up the Manifestor Money Moguls program on my computer and I felt something fall on me and it was a spider. And like, that I'm, I'm afraid that you're like, why are there so many spiders in your house? But if you have, I don't know, if you live, in an older house or you live in the Northeast, maybe you, maybe you, you feel me. I'm in the United States, by the way, in Maine, um, moved here a couple years ago after living in New York city for about a decade. And, and a spider actually fell on me and I was in the dark and I brushed it off and then it disappeared. I couldn't find it, but I was like, okay, the spider is probably something. So I looked up the, you know, symbolism of spiders. And the first thing that came up, I'm sure there's lots more, but the first thing that came up was like creativity and right. Spinning this web. And that felt really like a beautiful sign to me because I knew that the next offering in my business. So I'm an energy healer. I'm a coach and I do help people understand how to live their human design And my next program is a really like energy upgrade, energy healing focused program for women who are business owners, but also have an artistic practice of some kind, whether they're writers or singers or performers or photographers, you know, whatever that is, like there's both of those sides to them. And it's called innate creator. And 
So the spider, just seeing that the spider represents creativity and the sort of like dark feminine uh, felt really exciting to me uh, because we are like all weaving our webs of not only our create creations, but our whole lives. And that's like what really speaks to me is not is having a full life, right? Having like making the art, running your business, having the freedom, like being in good health, like feeling good in your body and, you know, just being on your specific path. So that felt like a little wink from the universe that I really enjoyed. And then I, you know, I looked in at the course and I was excited to see all of the material there. I was also a little bit nervous because I knew that I couldn't get through all of it in a week, but I had to remind myself that that was not the point. I wanted to maybe do the first couple modules and take notes and see how that went. So there's a lot in there. There's eight different modules. And then I was also, and then I went and I like signed up for the group calls that are happening with this live enrollment coming up right now into summer 2022. I'm, I'm so aware that I'm so like Northern hemisphere focused. So, you know, take your, take your location into account, but I signed up for all the calls. That was very easy. I put in my details for the custom money map, which I got a few days later. And that was honestly, so far, that's been one of my favorite parts. So what happens is that you send in your birth details and the Holly Marie team sends you back a customized report that has all of this money information, like just reading it through in the PDF was so helpful. And then all of it specialized to your chart. So what it means with your defined centers, what it means with your undefined centers, what the blocks are, how to use your defined centers to make money, like a lot of gene key stuff, um, G center stuff, lots of things that I haven't even gotten to yet. There's just, was just so much in like the first half of the PDF that I haven't even gotten through the whole thing. I'm just starting to focus on like the main areas that I noticed that I needed to work on. So I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but that, that was really exciting to me. Like I love, I might even print it out. I mean, I, I am such a millennial. I do not own a printer. I would have to go to my local library to print it out. So definitely a lot in the course. Plus there's like a, a few bonus things that are kind of come in. Anyway, I want to tell you a little bit about, um, I'm going to tell you like the three biggest things that stood out for me and what I've begun to work on and a little bit about my money story. Uh, so you just kind of know where I'm coming from. So I'm a manifester through and through. I've never had a quote unquote real job. Um, anytime I worked for someone like I think the most I ever worked for someone was 30 hours a week and that was very short-lived because I couldn't stay consistent with it. It just drove me crazy to be sitting all day, to not have my freedom. And so I nannied into my mid-20s and did things that also made me very angry, uh, you know, when I stayed in them too long. But by my mid-20s, I, I developed a virtual assistant business and I was helping female coaches primarily, a lot of them related to the arts, like voice coaches or solo performance coaches, helping them with content production and doing some copywriting, doing some ghostwriting, setting up email funnels, like doing all of that stuff. And I just kept growing that business basically, um, you know, being able to charge more and get, you know, even more aligned clients and do cooler projects until it turned into me like editing podcasts and it being really creative and fun and pretty dreamy, you know, as a first step in terms of being able to set my own schedule. My husband and I worked abroad, like all of that stuff. But I also come from uh, an artistic background. I was, I went to school for acting in my early 20s. I was a folk singer songwriter. And so I was definitely under the impression that a little bit of that starving artist story, but the just like the just getting by story. And that started changing over the years for sure. Um, I love looking back at my time in New York because I went from literally like a super unhealthy apartment 
in, so if any of you know New York City, I lived in this place called the McKibben Lofts and it's in Bushwick and it used to be this like warehouse that then turned into artist spaces and then artists sort of took over and made all of these lofts into places where multiple people could live. And they were totally like hand, like not professional construction workers that made all of these different rooms happen. And I lived with two guys that were way older than me in this tiny room that had no windows, right? It was just inside. It was on the inner part of the loft. It had no windows. It was totally dark. And the bottom level, I could just stand. And I had like a little desk and my computer down there. And then I like walked up these stairs and I couldn't stand on the top level. I just had like a twin mattress on the ground in this kind of lofted space and a hanger for some of my clothes. And that was how I lived <laughs> for like right out of college when I was, yeah, being a folk singer songwriter and not making money. And I ended up having to leave that place partially because of heat exhaustion. Like one day in the summer, there was no ventilation in there and I woke up and I had heat exhaustion. And it was like, wow, this is really, really unhealthy. And, and then, you know, my housing situation got just like a little bit better each time. And, um, and continue to get better as I moved in with my partner. We've always split expenses pr pretty equally, um, but he comes from a background that has a lot, of, a lot less lack mentality than I do. And so he would never, he would never live in the places that I lived in my early 20s. So, you know, it, up until the point where at the end of our stay in New York, we were, we were still pretty far out in Brooklyn, but we were in this like, dreamy luxury apartment with a beautiful gym and an elevator and a dishwasher and all of that kind of stuff. Um, in terms of my money story from my background, it was really interesting, very mixed. Um, my mom was essentially a single mom when she was raising me and uh, my dad was in jail at the time and so she was working really hard, like 50, 60 hour weeks, trying to get overtime to take care of us. When I was young, my sister was a teenager and she had to work. She always had to work jobs. She was a lifeguard at the pool. She worked at Subway, like the sandwich chain for a long time. And, um, and then my grandparents helped out. And the reason why I was able to do artistic stuff, dance lessons and stay after school was because my grandparents, they had money. They were very, very frugal and uh, and very attentive and loving and they helped give my mom money for extra things that I needed like that. And so it was kind of this weird combination of like, I didn't really want for anything, but I knew that, you know, my mom was kind of ashamed of our house. We lived in a condo instead of, of like nice house where all my friends lived. They lived in this like fancy neighborhood called James Fair Meadows and all of their dads were around and, you know, had important jobs. And, and I, you know, my dad was away in jail or then being a truck driver uh, and just very more, very much more like working middle class uh, than a lot of my classmates. And then yeah, but then at the same time, right, I had my grandparents. I knew that I would be able to go to college wherever I wanted to go to college. I ended up getting a good scholarship too, which helped, but it, it was an interesting thing where like the day-to-day -day finances were tighter and felt restricted, but the investment in my education and the investment in art uh, did not feel super limited. So it was very interesting. So anyway, both of those things were working on me. And one of the things that I, in the first module, you investigate some of your money stories, uh, which I've done before, but it was interesting to have. I did have a couple new insights during this. One, which was just that when by the time that I became a teenager, our financial situation was a bit better because my dad was working again and, uh, and probably my mom had gotten raises and, and things like that but that I didn't have to work as a teenager like my sister did, my sister's a generator. And so I just kind of noticed, oh yeah, there's a little bit of, um, there's a lot of blessing in that, but also a little bit of guilt in that. Like 
I'm not serious enough or I'm not, you know, don't have enough energy or like I didn't have to, like I was gifted that and I should have been working too, right? So that was really cool, the money fears first module. And I was just sort of observing and, you know, I, I have my own methods of working through things. One of the things I really like about this course is that Holly has a somatic release exercise. And that was super helpful because as I was going through the money fears and then the next module is deconditioning, like common conditioning for manifestors around money, I was tuning into this program, Innate Creator, that I knew that I would be launching, you know, over the next several weeks. And I had actually tried to launch it before in June and it did not work. So here's like the bigger part of my money story that's been happening over the past couple years that like all of the family stuff has been impacting me. You know, the artist stuff has been, has impacted me in the past and there's still, you know, little things to process there, but the big thing to process was this money conditioning fear around mediocrity and that I wasn't impacting people. Because what has happened over the last couple years, for many reasons, probably COVID, probably like the rise of cancel culture online and just feeling like I'm scared if, you know, what if I say the wrong thing and people come and attack me? That's definitely been a fear of mine. Um, and, and then this experience of, I used to launch group programs and they weren't huge, but I would, I would always fill them. And there would be six people or there would be nine people or, or whatever it was. And then the last couple of years, I like on my own, I have not been able to get more than like three people in a program at once. And it's been, it, it's been very interesting. And has this shift that's been happening and one of the beautiful things is that it opened up me doing more one-on-one work which I really loved and the internalized shame mediocrity conditioning for manifestors has been like wow you're just why aren't you impacting people like what's wrong with you why aren't you making content consistently that's another sacral conditioning piece right why can't you why can't you do what you used to be able to do? <laughs> and so it was just good to see that kind of written out in the module and be like, yes, okay. Really, what story am I telling about this? Because the the truth, you know, both of those things, one is a judgment, right? Judging myself for not being able to do what I used to do, not impacting people. But like the deeper, the truth that I want to tune into that is less charged with just emotional blockages and stuff. The deeper truth is that I love the one-on-one work that I'm doing and it's expanded and I wouldn't have gone that way. And I wouldn't have had these beautiful experiences where I've like honed in on my craft and just gone deeper if I didn't have, if the groups were always working and, and I am just choosing to restructure that and make that my story about the last two years like really i'm saying i'm like my hand is up and i'm saying right now that i will not tell that old story about the last few years and my quote unquote inability to bring impact people or bring a group together i will not tell that story one more time you have my word. I am living into the new story, which is a truth that really does resonate more in my heart and it's not coming from my head. That's where I was getting to when I started this little story was that I love Holly's somatic release exercise because she guides you in through some breath work to some very gentle breath breath work, but I was really affected immediately uh, to find where some of your money stories are held in your body. So whether you're thinking about childhood things about your money story, how you grew up, lack mentality, experiences of lack, experiences of poverty, like whatever it is, um, or being shamed because you had money, being misunderstood because you have money, you can 
feel into that and she guides you through being able to release it through movement, through your body, through your breath. And it's just been really powerful. I've already used it a couple of times. And um, yeah, so the first time was when I was thinking about selling Innate Creator because I had tried to launch it in June. And then it just, it was just like everything went wrong. <laughs> like I couldn't get the words right? Like I thought I was ready, but then I went to record a video about it and I put out the page and I looked at the page and I was like, it's not ready. I mean, classic line three life, right? But I was like, something about this isn't right. And I ended up just taking it down and letting people know that I was going to regroup. One other interesting thing I learned at that time was that the sun was transiting my 12th house, like planning a launch while the sun is transiting your 12th house probably not recommended. So that's something I'm going to be like looking at in the future. But I, so I was tuning into how I felt about, you know, reselling this program, Innate Creator. And there was definitely some like panic and weird feelings in my body about what had happened a couple months ago. And I was able to go through the Holly process, um, somatic release process with Holly on video to release that. And that felt really important. And I was just like, yes, I'm so glad I have this tool. Like, you know, I'm a healer. I can lead things myself. I can lead myself through things. And I do that a lot of time, a lot of the time. But honestly, sometimes it's just so much better to be able to press play and have someone else lead you through it. And it's not that I even like followed every single thing she said word by word. There's a lot of space in it for you to follow your own knowing, your own sensibilities, um, and also enough guidance that if you don't have that background, you can totally go through the process. So that was beautiful. I can just tell that that's something that I'm going to come back to again and again and again. Okay, so I would say that that's my first big takeaway eight days into this program is that Whatever it is, the money stories, fears, things that have happened recently in your business, in your life around money, always take them through the somatic release process. And I think there's even a couple more that are different. There might be an emotional freedom technique process, and I haven't even gone through that one yet. So that's my first biggest takeaway. Like if you just actually do the work on that, uh, do the embodied work on that, you're going to be able to shift things as they come up whenever they come up. Okay. The second big takeaway was in that, I think it comes up later too in the modules. I just haven't gotten that far, but the custom money map and going through my defined centers and seeing if there was any blocks there. I focused on the defined centers because I am in more of a creative cycle. I'm like about to launch this thing. And it was interesting because to me, I was like, well, is this program in a creative urge? And I was questioning like, have I been following my creative urges? What's been happening? And I, I really have. At first I was like, I don't know. I think my last creative urge was moving from New York City to Maine, and that was a big one, and I definitely had a big rest cycle after moving. But then I was able to see of like, oh yeah, that one-on-one program I launched earlier this year, that was definitely an urge. Uh, And there were a couple other things that I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not too rusty. (laughs) But it was interesting because this program feels less like an urge to me and more like, Oh, like a truth, like it feels just like a relaxing truth in some way. Oh yeah, here's another thing I had an insight about that I wanted to share. So I have been wanting to launch a program like this where it's just like consistent energy healing support for a long time. It's what, this kind of program is what got me into energy healing and started making really huge changes in my life in 2017. And I haven't had that regular support for a while. So I did sign up for a program, another person's program that does weekly energy healing. And that's been feeling really good to me. Um, But one thing that's been up for me over the past few years, as I've thought about creating something like this as myself is kind of the holding on that I'm like, well, I want this to be what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Like I want to find the thing, the one thing that's going to work and maybe is going to save me a little bit and be the thing that 
can happen for the rest of my life. And so when I tuned into the energy of this program, what I honestly received was that I would be doing it for three years. And really that the, like this, this next half of 2022 is prep time. And then really the next full three years. And it's so interesting because at first my mind wanted to like act like it hadn't heard that, like it hadn't gotten that intuition and being like, no, like this, I could be doing this for 10 years, but it just doesn't feel true to me. And I realized I had to release the fear around that. I think, you know, I do have an open spleen and I had to release the fear of like wanting to hold on to safety, wanting this to be the thing and just being honest that I have manifestor energy it's always going to change yes this this program feels super nourishing and like what I want to be doing for the next for the next for the foreseeable future right but I honestly can't see beyond the next few years right I think I'm going to get pregnant we're going to have a kid I want this program to be able to support me during that time and other people during that time and be this just like beautiful womb of creative space um and action and you know recording my album before I get pregnant and like all of those things and I want it to bring me money and all of that but it felt so much more free when I was able to let go of the force and the idea that I could maybe this will be the thing that like sets me up for the rest of my life it sounds really dramatic when I say it but that's honestly like something that I was really holding on to that I can tell now was weighing me down and making it have so much pressure. Like if this doesn't work, if I can't get more people into this group, then I'm, I'm screwed, you know, for the next, for rest of forever, because this is going to be the thing that does it. So that was huge. And that was an open, that was an undefined center kind of thing, but it came up during this process. And so, like I mentioned, my defined centers are my throat, my identity center and my solar plexus and the main the main two things that resonated for me definitely my throat I was aware of like oh yeah I've been holding myself back from sharing online in the way that I want to because I've been trying to let's see I've been trying to make everybody happy instead of just really talking to the people that my medicine is right for and this was just last weekend, just a day or two after I started Manifestor Money Moguls, I wrote a couple of big posts on Facebook, just kind of reclaiming that space for myself and saying, you know what, I am going to talk about energy healing. I am going to talk about all of these things. And I know that like, and I haven't been doing that because I've been scared that it's going to harm someone, but I can't be scared of that anymore. You know, like I don't expect everybody has their own medicine and what works for them. And I have no doubt in my mind that the work that I do works for some people and really changes some people's lives, but it doesn't change everybody's life, right? Like not, it's not right for everybody, but I can't keep holding myself back trying to, trying to be something for everybody, you know, and to not cause harm because it's possible that I will, you know, it's possible and I will need to make amends or it's possible that someone needs to get triggered by what I say so that they can find the thing that's right for them or so that they can work through what's right for them. I'm really like, I want in the coaching industry, in the healing industry, I want to be really in integrity and it's been just a really fascinating journey to, um, take care of other people but not overtake care of other people and just stating that I'm I have these offerings I do this work sorry if you can hear some cars in the background um and it's not for everybody but I'm going to do my best to help you right like use your body knowing your strategy and authority to make a decision about if this is right for you to experience it so you can see if it's right for you. And if it's not, like, I wish you well, like go find what works for you. But I can't deny anymore that this really works for me. And I know that people judge it and don't think it's real. And other people have, and some people have experienced harm from it. And I just, I can't take on that weight of responsibility anymore. So that felt like it was definitely a block in my throat that got 
I think it will continue to get cleared out, but just writing that post was a big, was a big process. And I've continued to open up and write more from my personal experience within the last week, which is something that I used to do all the time. And I had kind of stopped doing, which is funny because when you share your personal experience, that is the most, like, people understand it the most. People can put it in context the most versus when you kind of make declarative statements about this is the best way to heal or this is how to build your business or, you know, whatever. Or this is how to make a powerful one-woman show, you know, or write powerfully. I don't need to do that. I just need to share what works for me and open that and just inform, right? That's like the lightness of informing is just tell people, just keep telling people, you know, and they'll be impacted by it. And some people will be magnetized to it and some people will be repelled, but it will all, it's all okay. (laughs) So that was definitely a block and it feels connected to me to the defined solar plexus block that I was experiencing as well, which is like, kind of assuming what the emotions of other people are going to be, right? And how they're going to feel when I launch this program that is higher priced than what I have charged for never the same thing, but just like similar things in the past. In my past, I really subsidized my healing work and my coaching work with all of my freelance other like production copywriting work that I was doing and I don't want to do that anymore I want I don't want to feel like I am taking on the burden the financial burden for my clients because I'm scared that I will make them feel bad if they can't afford it um, or that they're going to feel some kind of way about what I'm charging and what I'm doing and again with that said I really try I really believe in charging and integrity um, but it has to be an integrity on all sides of the equation. And and I haven't been. And that's been part of just like assuming how other people feel when and taking on the responsibility and the burden of emotions that may, that might happen, but also might not happen. I've also seen, you know, clients of mine join other program, other people's programs that are much more expensive. And I had made the assumption that they couldn't afford x amount that that i wanted to offer but then i see them you know invest with someone else so um definitely again still working on that but it felt just so good to recognize it and to consciously just make a different choice and yeah and to see that in myself and be able to notice that by having by first going through the modules and then having that in my custom money report okay The final defined centerpiece that really got to me, and it kind of, it kind of relates to the undefined sacral as well, but is my identity center and feeling like, right? Because my vision for this program is that I have, this year I have at least 15 people in it. Next year I have 25 people in it. Eventually I'll have like 40 people in it. And when that happens, um, at many levels of that journey, right? It will make my financial life very simple, very easy. It will allow me, you know, all of my bills to be covered, for me to have the freedom to only pick up other, only do other one-on-one work if I want to, to only do other copywriting work if I want to, because I find that I really do enjoy it. Or sometimes I help people like edit their books and things like that. And if it's the right project, Hell yeah, I want to do that. But this this baseline of healing support for people, for creatives, for business owners, uh, will will create a lot of freedom for me, and that's what I want, right? And so I realized that I had some blocks and feelings in my identity center around being that girl, right? The girl that has that, right? When everybody else is you know, saying, yeah, I, you know, I'm just thinking of some people in my neighborhood. They're waking up at seven and they have to go to work and maybe they're still working from home, but like they have to like clock in at a certain time and show up and all of that. And, and that's their reality. And for me to be like, am I really okay with my reality being that I show up twice a week in this 
group and then I just share like I make podcasts or I share content or I make TikToks or whatever to continue to bring people into the group or maybe I just have ads running for me that do it and I don't really have to show up for that much I just get to be and it's and I'm and my business is pretty simple so I don't have a lot of overhead or a lot of people that like need to work for me like am I okay with being that person and I realized that I I wasn't at first and then I started to just like I went and I took a walk and I just started to live into that and being like yeah I I'm still getting there but like I I do that is what I really want and I am going to do the embodiment work to continue to help me be comfortable being that person, being that girl that doesn't have to worry about money, right? That like creates more money as she speaks and is helping people and doesn't feel weird about the way that she's making her money, right? Because I also know people that, you know, they make lots of money, but they worked for these huge corporations that maybe like that doesn't feel so good. Uh, on the back end, right? There's some kind of like weirdness around that money. I don't want any weirdness around my money. I want to be that girl, right? And so, ah, I'm excited to keep working on that. And that was honestly like a huge breakthrough. Like, can I allow myself to be that girl? And I am stepping into it. Okay, this wasn't, was it? I'm just looking at my notes here to see if Oh yeah, so this was actually number three and there might be more I want to talk about. Yeah, there's probably a fourth thing that I want to talk about that just feels relevant. But the third thing, which might even be what came up first, I think it came up in the first module and Holly's just like talking about how we're in this for big wealth, wealth accumulation, financial abundance, like all of those words definitely had a little bit more of a charge for me a week ago than they even do now, saying them now. Um, because I've kept myself small, but I'm realizing that like, if I'm aligned in all of those ways, energetically and and in my integrity and all of that, then yeah, why not build, why not build wealth from that, you know? And I don't know exactly what that means for me at this moment, but I'm continuing to open up to that. And she was, you know, she was just saying things like, good Lord, it's good to be a manifester. And you could just feel like the depth and the connection to easy money that she says in that. And some of the things that I got were just like being the expression of abundance, being connected to the universe. Like I am the embodiment of abundance simply because I am, right? And just really like letting that sink into my cells and see like the beauty that comes out of me when I'm in these creative urges, when I'm making poetry, when I'm making music, when I'm doing healing sessions for people, like it is phenomenal. (laughs) And I feel a little bit, I still feel a little bit weird saying that to all of you people that don't know me, that might judge me or whatever, but it's true, right? And so for you, just being able to really feel that with your own urges, your own creations and how impactful and how like beautiful your work is. Okay. But I haven't even gotten to the big thing that the big takeaway. So she was, so as Holly's talking about it, she is sharing other products that she has where you can go deeper. And here you are, like you just bought this big course and Holly is just, is still selling her other products and programs. And I was like, wow, that was a big moment for me because I realized that I don't really, historically, I haven't had a problem with selling. I'm really comfortable selling whatever thing is happening next because I love to make that impact with people. But what I realized the block was is that I didn't feel comfortable selling to people that were already actively spending money with me or that had just spent money with me. Maybe they're on a payment plan or had just done something. It I felt like, well, they've already bought something, so they're not going to buy more, which is not true, right? Your customers are usually your best customers, and maybe they want to buy more. And that was a huge aha moment because I had been thinking about offering some of my one-on-one clients like free access for a month or maybe more to this new group program. And I just realized, like, I don't need to do that, you know, like that that feels like overgiving, that feels in a way that doesn't make sense, right? They're capable of 
choosing if they want more or not. And here's an opportunity for them to get more and they can pay for that. It's a totally different service than what they signed up for. Like, why would I give that to them for free? You know, unless it felt like just, I couldn't help myself. I have to give you this for free, right? It felt, it it was coming from not that place and seeing Holly just sell and be open to people can buy multiple things from me at the same time. That was really expansive for me. Okay. Let me see what else I've got. Okay. One other thing that came up during this eight days was something that's been in the works for a while, but I really felt like the container of money moguls helping me do this and have the courage to do it which is I've had some collaborations projects over the last couple years that have been beautiful in their own ways, but also just haven't gotten off the ground in the way that I wanted them to. And I realized felt really like I felt really impotent within them in terms of not being able to like when there are other people involved, it being harder to just be myself and do my marketing thing and make it happen it was like the energy just kept feeling like it was stuck and so I've been in the process of letting those things go but it was just really interesting to me that they didn't fully let go like I didn't have I didn't like actually close out a community and like let other people know that I was canceling their subscriptions and I didn't actually have the big like the biggest conversation with my two collaborators on a larger program that, you know, I want to remove myself from being active in terms of leadership and actually just get referral fees for people that I send to that program. And then the interesting thing was that I felt, I also felt like I, this was an opportunity for me to have ownership stake in a business that I helped create, but that I don't have to run. So like a really like classic manifester thing of like, I put in the first couple years, not even two years, it was like a little over a year, the first like huge burst of energy I put in, right? Like I co-created the program, I did the website, I did the sales pages, all of that kind of thing and, and ran it for three different sections, co-ran it for three different sections. And here I am, my tether has run out for, like, I don't have energy for this anymore, but I have brought on, I do have a partner that I started with and we brought on a third person that do have the energy for it and want to take it on and grow it and keep it going. And it was really hard for me to let that go for many different reasons, but I just kept tuning into like, I have to be honest about where my energy is. Um, I also know that I can really hurt people when, because they can feel it. Like when my energy isn't fully behind something, it's dropped off. People can feel it. And that doesn't feel good to my collaborators either, um, which they let me know. And, you know, we worked through that process. Uh, But to just be like, they want to offer me a percentage. I, part of me, like, it's funny because I just said all this and then part of me like doesn't want to take it and it's like no it it doesn't matter like it's you know I can just do a referral fee but one of my partners said to me like do not block this like I for the next five years I want to pay you back for the time investment because you did invest so much time this wouldn't have existed without you you're really important to it and I want to send you money for that and um I'm still like figuring out how to take that in and but it feels it feels like the opening up of a potential new reality where I can create things for a short amount of time and other people can run them and I can receive money for that and sorry for all the like motorcycles going by but that is really interesting to me because I do have one of my Jupiter gates is 53, the gate of new beginnings. And I love starting new things. And I'm honestly, I'm just opening this up, this insight now as I'm recording this, but I've always felt like, oh, am I always going to be in the hamster wheel of starting new things in my business and like tearing down what I've created in my business before? 
And I'm, it's actually opening me up to see that that might not be the path, right? I might have this innate creator program. Maybe it'll run for three years. Maybe something else like becomes that baseline in my business. But that if there are urges that happen in between, whether it's in my business or it's something that I like partner with someone to do and then with the upfront intention that they are going to take it over someday and we are going to work that out and I'm going to get a percentage on the back end for helping you know create the branding and get it all set up and started and make it real like that sounds really fun to me and is in total alignment with my design so it was very interesting just the timing of all of this of like needing to really close those doors before I actually literally opened the doors on a Nate creator and I started doing that by doing a little flash sale like a three-day founding members price plus an extra bonus if you signed up within a certain amount of time and personally emailed I just started with 12 12 of my clients that I think that this would be particularly good for I have a list of more people that I would like to share it with um, and the spaces are limited so you know I mean there's I was going to say there's always that nervousness when you launch, but honestly, like I put those emails out this morning, like right before I recorded this and I feel really good about them. I feel like, yes, this is the offer that I want to share. Um, I even revamped it this week. So I don't think this like, this wasn't literally something that I read in money moguls, uh, though it, it might be in the course somewhere, but I had, you know, done this original version of the program and then I had revamped it a little bit before I started Money Moguls and then in the middle of this past week I wanted to look at it again and just really ask myself like Carrie be honest with yourself what would make you buy this program like what would you want and I ended up switching a couple of the time slots to something that me as you know because in a way like I am my ideal client I am a business owner that also has an artistic practice and I love energy healing and I find that it supports me really deeply when I have that consistent support like I am that person so I thought about well in my work week like when would I want those healing opportunities those healing sessions to happen and what would I want them to be focused on and it and I ended up um changing the the Monday sessions so that they are focused on money and business because I know for me like starting the week starting the week in a powerful way and feeling good around money and business as is really helpful for me and you know as much as I want to put my songwriting or my creativity first and I'm working to bring at least a little bit of that in every day regardless of what is going on financially in my business like I know that if I the stronger I feel financially the more time freedom I have the more like less stress I have to be able to create in these other ways and that is what I'm that's the life I've chosen right I haven't chosen to have a nine to five so that I can do my art on the side and maybe the art will support me someday it's really like no my business supports me so that I can do whatever the frick I want in my creative life in my artistic life and so anyway I just I I really took that to heart of like what would I want what times would I want what would feel nourishing to me and I put that into the program and got even more explicit and clear Um, and so I feel really good about sharing it it's going to be so interesting to report back in a few months of how this goes and hopefully how it's grown by then um you know maybe i'll have 15 people by the time i report back that would be fabulous uh i don't know but it's all an unfolding mystery and i am just genuinely so excited that i have manifestor money moguls to continue to work with through this journey i've already obviously gotten so much out of it just in the first eight days And I just know that there's more and I'm going to keep taking notes and keep working on it. And I have these release videos to go back to um, when tricky things come up and just my own custom money report that I can just read and look up really easily at any time. Like don't even have to log into the course portal. It's just in my email, which I love. And I just really encourage you, like if you, if this is sparking something in you, if you know you want to make more money Um, If you want to work on this stuff, if you want to have the impact that you're here to have, this work is really essential. And I think I have 
kind of been ashamed to talk about money in the past so explicitly, but I just feel more grounded than ever that like, no, we need, we need money. Money creates freedom. Money creates time. Money creates like space for the energy to do other things. And for me, I'm like, I just want to get beyond, you know, money ruling my life, right? That that's what I have to always be thinking about because if the money is set, then I can spend my time on these personal and art projects. I can spend this time on like, there's this one woman show about human design that I like want to do and I think could have some really cool impact um, in 2023 or 2024 that might come back around. It was something I was kind of working on a few years ago that got like I ended up moving instead and that ended up being the urge but there's still something I can still feel that there's something there that like wants to happen I could get more politically involved I can get more involved in my neighborhood I can do I can bring healing work in person right there's all these things that I will have the space and energy to do and my money is just set up and my business is set up really well and I can tell that Manifestor Money Moguls has already helped me do that, has already helped me launch this new program in a like beta launch kind of way, feeling so much better. And I know that I'm going to need it as I continue to like bring my voice out further into the world and just work, you know, work to like resonate at the frequency of being, being that girl that like isn't restricted and that has, and has created a beautiful thing and that helps people and it's just, it's just not, not worried about a thing, you know? Uh, yeah. One of my clients we've worked on, she would be okay with me sharing this. We work on these statements that feel really casual and really good, uh, and like help you embody that. And one of hers is I ain't worried about a thing. And yeah, just having that, having that feeling of like, I'm not worried about money. Like money, one of mine is money is not an issue that feels even better in my body. Money's not an issue. That's not the thing. And like I said, this course, I just feel so good that it's going to help me get there. And I'm excited to meet some of you on the live calls. If you are joining in the near future before the cart closes on July 30th and yeah, don't sleep on this. If this is calling to you, go for it. And I'm really excited to share more later this year. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.